back, everybody. <laughs> a monochrome sweatsuit, and I'm back with Brother Brown and Hobbs. Fella, what's cooking? What is cooking? What's in the kitchen, baby? Yeah, what is cooking? I love that. Uh, good. What what do you feel about Faith No More's classic hit that we're singing right now called Epic? I missed the whole wave. I only knew that song growing up as a kid. And my buddy went to one of their shows, ironically, in Old Fourth Ward a long time ago. And I went with him to that. There were other songs. Yo, yeah, it's a Mike Patton band. It's a, he's got like a cult following. All of his projects get people in it. It's like, dude, Mike Patton is like the sickest. Mike Patton was in Mr. Bungles. Mr. So you Bungle, have to listen to every just, other band that he's in because he was in Mr. Bungle. I was just gonna ask if you knew about Mr. Bungle. That had a no, very cult following. No, what is Mr. Bungle? It's uh it's an eccentric band from the nineties that in my mind encapsulates everything that is the nineties in one band. It pretty much uh, for better really or worse. experimental, really. Uh, do you know who Ween is? Yeah. Imagine Ween yeah, went yeah. way far, way out there, okay. more than they did, which is pretty weird to say. Yeah, that is that is hard they to went, They went way out, but it's it's even farther. I'm telling you, Faith No More is like the arena version of Ween. It's like the arena rock yeah. version of Ween. <laughs> Ween with like orchestra and. Opera. So a lot of people know this song by the exact part that Brother Brown was riffing on. The what is piss? Yeah, dude. That's the part everyone knows. That's the Faith No More's epic. What would I, what would you guys say if I told you the song has been reimagined from former Megadeth bassist David Ellison, who famously was caught in a sex scandal masturbating on the floor, and then it ruined his marriage and also congregation of 27 years as a Lutheran pastor? To completion. To completion is, is, is true. Not just a snippet. Yeah. 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 We've all seen sounds, that video. You were saying he sounds like Dave Mustaine, the, the singer from... Faith no more. Faith in that part, yeah. In that part. He can yeah, he, he can get in that mustain range. He does. And David Ellison, who's now he's out of uh Megadeth, he was fired. He's got ten new bands, fifteen new bands, thirty-five new bands, and one of them has two of them not in the same project, in separate projects. He's worked with both members of ICP. Sick. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. So one of them wanted to do Faith No More's epic. Yeah. Remix. Remix, including the lyrics. Okay? Let's hear it. Are you ready? Check out the artwork, first of all. <laughs> That's what I was expecting. Yeah, they went it's wild. It's like Avatar and Twisted Metal. I'm just going to let you guys hear it. This is with Violent J, the Lucid featuring Violent J. Eminem flow. You said you could have been born with a dick in your face? What? It's like if a metal militia t shirt turned into a band. I'm thinking they're saying, get your fucking balls in the sock, <laughs> You show up to a party and this song is playing, what do you do? <laughs> 
You don't have a big frame of time to make a choice. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet I was there to get ecstasy pills when I was in the high school era, so I would just get get the pills and get the fuck out of there. Yeah, this is where you go to. You don't want to linger at this house where this. No. Is, here, here it is. Oh, no, not at all. Ah, there it is. What is piss? Instead of saying what is this, he's saying what is that. That's his variation. And the album art, I said Twisted Metal, maybe because the song is called Sweet Tooth, but, I mean, it, it is kind of like Avatar and Twisted Metal mixed together, this album art. Oh, yeah. What do y'all think about a reimagining yeah. on that ver- on the lyrics there? Now, what's the band called with the L and the three dots? That's the Lucid. Lucid, okay. Yeah. That sucks. Ugh. Yep. That sucks for a band. Yeah. I'm going to go see Lucid tonight. Do a remix of Faith No More's epic, including the lyrics. That was poop. Yeah, yeah that whole thing was poop. Pooper. I'm going to see if I can find the lyrics to that song. The Lucid, it's called Sweet Tooth by The Lucid. So Dave Ellison played fucking bass on that? Yes, that's I his I think he's band. singing the hook as well, right? I Fuck hope. you, Dave Ellison. He's first, the one that's going, First you jerked off into the camera and blew a load. And, to completion. To completion. <laughs> That and part can't go. Unmentioned. It really can't go. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. Hobbs, could I have you read some of these lyrics for me? I'm going to highlight them. Yeah, I'll zoom see, it in. I'll see what we got here. I'll zoom it in. Here we go. Everybody want what they can't have. Everybody reach for what they can't grab. Want to push a Bentley but can hardly push a cab. Oh, Everybody's bars. throwing punches but can't take a jab. Everybody complains like they shackled in chains. On uh, you, it only rains, always losing no gains. This is what life's I'm a series chain, of pain. Losing no gains. On your souls, leaving stains. You could you could have been born with dick in your face, a pair of Hanes, son. son. What does that even mean? You I could don't have, have been born with the dick in your face, a, a pair, pair of Hanes, son. son. Damn. I have yeah. no idea. Was is that an expression? I have no Quit idea. Quit all your belly aching. You could have been born with a dick in your face and a pair of hands, son. What, what about verse two, brother Brown? You want to take verse two here? <laughs> Everybody skinny want to be a big kid. Everybody big want to be a twig. Dig. <laughs> Every pig want to be mighty fine, but a lot of the fine inside are swine. <laughs> what about that chorus? Oh my god. Is this sung like David Ellison saying? Is it sung uh, or so saying? So it's Vinnie Dombrowski. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we okay. know that it's Vinnie Dombrowski Vinnie. singing. I don't know who that is. Dombrowski. Sweet tooth in your mouth, baby. You should be grateful after all. So pull that sweet tooth right out from your mouth, baby. <laughs> what it doesn't even rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hardly anybody ever satisfied. You and luck never collide. All that aside, the only other option is a worse ride, a hearse ride. So live like you ain't been denied. And then they hit us with the chorus again. Hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> and you say life sucks. This why is part that? is a Christian song. Life sucks. Why is that? Come on. Life sucks. Why is that? Uh, life sucks. Why is that guitar solo? <laughs> um, they don't. Give us any more uh, verse. So, yeah, that's what we get for Sweet Tooth from the Lucid track five from Saddle Up and Ride. Does not get a check mark from Brother Brown. No. <laughs> this gets the stamp of pass. Yeah, that was. Pass on this. Th- that was terrible. Hard pass. I, I feel like this is one of those CDs someone's going to get as a stocking stuffer and, and going to be bummed. Or, yeah, from an ant. Yeah. Someone's aunt's going to get him this. Like, this is a new rock band. I heard this guy was in Megadeth. I heard I know you like them. And that then, cover's pretty cool, isn't it? I saw that cover and I, was, like I thought coach. of you immediately. I was like, this is trippy and weird. Yeah, man. that's it, I, It's just not good art. And then the band's logo. I'm sorry. The three dots with the L. I, yeah, I don't like that at all. It's trash, man. Someone's going to get that as a tattoo, though. 100%. It's trash. Well, uh, jumping gears for a minute while we're still on the topic of music, uh, I had to mention Madonna is going on a world tour, and as a result, the biopic on her movie 
has been canceled, but that is not the reason she's given for why she wants the movie on her life canceled. Um, she claims the movie on her life fell apart because she wanted a grittier script. Mm. Here she is as a, as a pirate, I think, right? Yeah, this is during Pirates of the Caribbean. So let's check it out. At the age of 64, Madonna has never turned down a dare. And the recent announcement of her celebration tour is a filthy wink to her 1991 documentary, Truth or Dare, as Diplo, Eric Andre, and Jack Black and others look on, Amy Schumer dares Madonna to go on a world tour and play your greatest motherfucking hits. So the answer is fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that means uh, that her long-planned uh, biopic, uh, reportedly starring Ozark actress Juliana Garner, is no longer moving ahead at Universal. Who's Juliana Garner? Which that which may have person? been Ruth. Ruth? Yeah, oh, sure. that would have worked. Julia Garner. Oh, sorry, Julia Garner. Julia Garner. That would have worked. Um, Madonna will someday make a film about her life, but the tour is the creative and professional focus for M right now. Um, I'm sorry, but if you're spending any amount of time with Amy Schumer, I question any of your professional decision-making abilities. I don't know why Eric Andre's there, but whatever to that. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me at all. This is the part here I want to focus aye, aye. on. That is a 64-year-old Madonna that we're looking at. Nosferatu. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's Madonna right now. Have you seen that's what she looks like lately? Uh -uh. Yeah, she's um. Who will save (laughs) you? This is Jewel Jewel Hard. Yeah. Um, Now the Nosferatu reference, I think, is pretty good. Like if Nosferatu had cool hair, that's kind of what this looks like. (laughs) I mean, those are good braids, but. I don't know, just the still frame is crazy. And the uh, black and white photo honestly does her some uh, favors. Have you guys seen color pictures of what this looks like? No, let's go. Um, It is, so all these images here, when I type in Madonna recent pictures, they're all pretty not recent, but this one is. This is what what Madonna looks like now. Okay. I yeah. don't even recognize this This looks like this the person. guy who chews bubblegum in his car. <laughs> this yeah. is the bubblegum guy. This is the bubblegum guy. guy. Who the bubblegum? So here's the deal. I now know who you're talking about, and that bubblegum guy, dude, he might be a twin. I'm almost certain he that is. there's, a, there's he another is. one of them that what? died. They died, yeah. They both died, right? Faces. Yeah, I think now they're both dead. Yeah, look what at... What are you doing? Yeah, it, if we could maybe just look at a couple Madonna TikToks and Good see kind of what this is all about. Like, I seriously don't recognize the person I'm seeing as Madonna. It's been, it's been so long. I, That's the thing about I see her in my head as a different person. What is that, milk? I have no idea. Is it a bunch of skim milk? <laughs> yeah, I can understand why they're concerned. She's someone's grandma's age. And this is what she's out here doing. What the fuck? Stop it. America is in a great place right now, y'all. So just have a good time. Courtney Love was like throwing like pebbles at Madonna when she was doing that MTV. What you say? Oh, you Dude, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I gotta mute it because I just realized that uh, uh, she could take us down for that audio. Hmm. But now we're good because we're just looking at her spiral out of control in her bathroom. Uh, a lot of people lose their shit on social media and bathrooms. She's only a degree of separation different from Courtney Love, who was throwing shit Ooh. at her yeah. on that MTV. Hot take. You know? Courtney Love's mad because this is a successful version of her. <laughs> it, it, right? This is like if Courtney she Love... money to burn, I guess, yeah. Yeah. So... What do you what do y'all think on this in terms of the appearances there? How do y'all feel about Madonna this? Was the guy who chews bubblegum in cars? Yeah, and with the grill now, what do you think about Look that? The grill. She's been doing the grill nonstop. Whoa, man. Yeah, that's a choice. It's sixty four. I have opinions. Yeah. It's sixty four. If this is something you'd been doing since earlier decades, it's one thing. But it's sixty four to be like, I'm gonna get a grill. Well, she's also not working at Home Depot and retiring. She is an entertainer, so I get not wanting to grow old just yet but man this is still this is this is extreme madonna she's on brand it is on brand it's it's i'm sure it's hard to land that plane you know when you're so far out there and yeah where do you go do you stay out there 
would you see the tour if someone got you tickets? It, fuck yeah. If I was bought a ticket, yeah. But I'm not going to spend... Wait, wait. Yeah, I'm bringing I'm something up for, for the viewers to know about you that they don't know. You have before had tickets bought for you to shows that you wouldn't have bought on your own, and you still have a great time. Yeah. Which pop star have you seen that you never planned to buy tickets for, and you still had a great time at the show because you <laughs> thought it was a great production? <laughs> you already have I not spoke mind. about this? Never. VIP tickets to Rick Enrique Iglesias yeah. and Ricky Martin. <laughs> dude, that's the and oh. Ricky Martin. That's the that's the that's Whoa. a power duo if there ever was a was one. Went to the Hennessy Lounge, which I didn't know existed. It's inside of the State Farm Arena, dude. Special treatment for the Ricky Martin and Enrique Iglesias. Seems show. like a good show, honestly. Seems like it would be very well put together, very in- professional. Incredible performance. Didn't know a lot of the songs, but dude, like the crowd was so into it. They and I think that's what's going to happen at this Madonna tour. The people that go to this are going to be so fired up. So for them, I'm glad. And you just catching any wind of them being fired up fires you up a little bit. That's how I feel these days. Like as I'm getting hopefully more mature, I like to think I am. Is I'm kind of easing off my seat of judgment for needing to like shit on stuff so quickly. Would you call it yuck somebody's yum? Yes, and I stole that term. That's I've a stolen term. I stole that from stuff you should know, because they had to like start to cover their own ass Shout by out. like talking about. Yeah, they. I think those guys would never associate with something called piss in the title. They seem way too scared no. of their reputation being ruined. Because I, I sent them an email. Guys, <laughs> never replied to me. I was gonna get your hmm. t-shirt sizes so I could send you free shirts. And that's hmm. all. <laughs> Crispin Wall shirts. Yeah. But, now look at you, yeah. Wallace. Wallace and in <laughs> Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. So <laughs> so Madonna aside, you know, if you're gonna go see her and have a good time, I hope you have a great time. I don't want you to think that we're speaking ill of it, but I would just say from a from a health perspective, I'm concerned about her. Did what did you guys see this this video here in the beginning where she's kind of shaking all over the place? Like this is like what is happening? There's a lot of people around her and this is concerning. Like if I if I went home and my mom were on TikTok doing this, I'd have questions. Because this is for her TikTok. That's where all these videos come from. So I would not know what to say to my mom. No. What would, I mean, what would the questions be? <laughs> where do you start? So I saw some posts you put online. That's like the oh, that's the icebreaker, I guess. But then, yeah, where do you go from there? She'd be like, and? Everything good? <laughs> I feel better than ever. Then what? Then what do you say? Are you like, Mom, you got to quit? You just, you ask, what is it about the post that makes you feel good? And then you... you She's like, what is pissed? Then you just get out your camera and start filming at that point. <laughs> and you know the real conversation's over. Well, moving on, uh, we got to talk about one other thing that's a little crazy. Uh, we'll, we'll get into one more light one before we get into a heavy one. We've been making fun of Dana White on uh, this... <laughs> show a lot lately and this week is Put no your tongue exception. back in dana <laughs> yeah look at this so yeah, we t- we had joked before about him possibly being bumped up on some nose candy and in this video i watched it earlier this week he he i think it's like a day or two old he does a a series of fight announcements where i'll admit his voice always projects with a lot of amplitude he's not what i'd call a quiet guy but I swear to God, he's yelling the entire time in this, and that's why I wanted to show it to you guys. Is I think he just got hopped up, and he was like, turn on the camera, turn on the camera, turn on the camera. Next up, April 8th, UFC 287. Here's the lineup. In the main event, middleweight champion, new middleweight champion, Alex Pajeda puts his title on the line in his rematch against former champ Israel Adesanya. The co-main event is Gilbert Burns versus Jorge Masvidal. It's like also a PE coach we have, yelling. Uh, it's yeah. like a PE Raul, coach yelling at the whole classroom, not aware he has a microphone on. Alum. He's only if you cannot run, and he's you're going to job. After his UFC <laughs> debut last month, he's going to be taking on Christian Rodriguez, who's a tough kid who also came off the Contender Series. Plus, Kevin Holland. He's pretty pain. And rounding out the card in the main event, no, rounding out the main event card <laughs> is going to be uh, Rob Font versus Adrian Yanez. Is he sunburned? Tell me that one's not going to be a war. <laughs> These prelims are loaded with great fights. We got uh, Gerald Mearshart versus Joe Pfeiffer, and we're still 
building that card right now for the April 8th pay-per-view. So this whole, th that card's going to be incredible. The fights we're working on the rest of this year, I can't tell you about them because they're not done yet, but I will announce them when we're ready. And if you are a fight fan, 2023, UFC's 30th year may be the best ever. So he screamed the entire time. Like yeah. barely any I'm of that. Sold. <laughs> Did you see his eyes too? Like waver at a point and then come. It's like he came back a lot on. He was like, yeah. People in the studio are probably like, God damn, dude, what the? <laughs> and he he didn't want that edited. He just wanted to do that in one take. That's how it felt. Did you notice that? But he made his mistake. We're gonna get in and out of here. <laughs> or that's why he was so pink because he was yelling for multiple takes before that and he was fed up. Yeah. Like, yeah. All right, the audio sucks. I'm going to scream at the audience. The, yeah. the power slap thing has not gone well. Uh, the, a neuroscientist um, look, m mentioned uh, their thoughts on the power slap consequences on the brain, and uh, they had this to say. One, two. Peace. Any hit yeah. to the head is dangerous. What is really sad about power slap is that it's an it's an undefendable hit in which a person can put as much power as they possibly can into the hit. God. And so it is a recipe for brain injury and a recipe for disaster. You know, it, it, it gets compared to things like boxing and mixed martial arts, but the goal there is to avoid getting hit exactly. in the head. And here you can't avoid it. And so a situation is happening that has never really happened in any real sport before, which is you, somebody can just wind up not a fucking sport. and hit you with an unprotected hand. You know, just because it's your palm doesn't mean it's not your arm. It's going to be in the Olympics, dude. Striking somebody. Fuck that. So that guy, by the way, and yeah, we're going <laughs> to, we're about to watch Dana's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're Thanks, about pause. we're about to watch Dana's uh, reaction to uh, yeah. He just put something up in the past day or so that's ridiculous about hits like a truck. Uh, it it's not good so far, man. Like yeah, here we go. This is what we'll see. Um, so that neuro that neuroscientist that you guys just saw speak. Uh, that's not like the first time he's been seen about like speaking out of concern of athletes. You guys are real familiar with the Aaron Hernandez case, the mm -hmm. football player. Oh yeah, that guy was involved with that, and he he's involved with that organization that represents athletes that get concussions at like a high level. So they they reached out to a heavy to get feedback feedback from the neuroscientist, and um, let's take a look at Dana White's promo that he literally put out one day after that review from the from the neuroscientist. One power slap, road to the title. I ain't that right! So the guys we pick, they're going to automatically be in the competition, but we still need to fill the rest of the spots. So we invited a few guys back. We also scoured the country for more slap fighting talent. If these guys want to be in the first power slap competition, prove it to me. I'm the smallest heavyweight here. I want the biggest, meanest guys you got. I have the most slap fight experience out of any other active fighter. <laughs> Damn. AJ slap drops, Frank. Four. Five. That was a good fight. Huge upset and absolutely incredible win. Thank you. So Dana's all psyched on that, right? Do you guys hear about the power slap dude in Europe? Do you see his head? Uh -uh. Oh yeah, it was all it was all blistered up, bruised up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he obviously like points to it like something's wrong with my brain now. <sighs> Man. Yeah, it's not good. The guy's like disfigured. Uh yeah, this guy. This is what happens when power slap goes wrong. So Dana White's just slow walking into this. And uh, the fighters, we were talking about this over dinner. The fighters only get two thousand to show up, and if they win, they get another two thousand. Is his shit not getting any better? No. What? Yeah, his face is disfigured permanently. Damn, dude. Yeah, for two grand. And it's like it's like a hematoma in the face. It'll ne the swelling will never go down. It seems. It's, yeah, it's not good. Um, it's not good, man. So we'll keep an eye on this situation, but um, they're immediately worried about CTE, obviously. 
with this. That seems like it's just CTE yeah. with no defense waiting to happen. And last episode, Dana White is explaining how it's more safe than <laughs> MMA or anything else or boxing because you're only taking one to two slaps per night. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but if it's if it's like this, like it's obviously wrong, right? That's disfigured forever. And he didn't pay his fighters well enough to where one of his yeah. former fighters is actually going to enter, Antonio Bigfoot Silva who has one of the largest hands in the UFC history, he's going to be a power slapper now because he needs Damn. the money. He's going to fuck somebody up bad. Yeah. yeah. Have you, have you ever seen what he looks like? He's Monster. like, he is pretty scary uh, when you see him standing next to other people. Yeah, this giant. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, Bigfoot Silva hand. If I look up just pictures of his hand. Yeah, he's... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> that's gonna be like getting hit with a, a metal chair. Yeah, so he's gonna do power slap. So barstool hog slap. on that guy, huh? <laughs> Sheesh! He should have. They should have hog fights. What? Slap each other with their hogs to completion. Yeah. <laughs> what about what about what about slap fights? But they have to be naked. It's just it's slap fighting. It's the same as what Dana's trying to do, but they're naked. That's the next step. Yes. Well, moving moving on, we got to go to one that's a little more serious in note, but still interesting. Uh, Arsonists torched a car belonging to an Irish woman, claiming that she was assaulted on Conor McGregor's yacht in Ibiza. Jeez, long headline. Samantha Murphy says she broke her arm after she was forced to jump off a yacht. And her car was set on fire this month, and police are investigating if there's any connection. So Samantha Murphy turned 40 last month, and she launched... I don't think she turned 40. I, I just uh, I mixed up her launching her criminal suit with her birthday. Uh, Samantha Murphy launched a criminal suit last month. <laughs> Samantha Murphy had a birthday last month, and you all needed to know that. <laughs> she, uh. she's, <laughs> she filed a civil and criminal case against Conor McGregor. Well, after last summer, uh, he started attacking her off the Spanish island of Formentara. I'm probably saying that wrong. Details of the incident emerged a few days ago, but Mail Online has learned that the Irish police officers are also investigating the attack. I'm, I'm a little confused on that photo. Can we... Uh, what What's what's on his legs? What is that? What do you oh, mean? okay, okay. He just I got, couldn't see from far away. He got I short like shorts. A, I thought it was an inner tube <laughs> from far away. I thought he had like an inner tube over his waist. He's uh, he, I I wish he did do more fun stuff like that. Yeah, Anytime you my see him partying, best fucking life on me, fucking yacht. He's thirty four right now, uh, but yeah, he attacked a woman and because I, she turned forty this month, so he just kicked <laughs> he her off. The that, he's like, no that, way, that, Jose. That's enough. <laughs> so, um, there is CCTV and camera phone footage and of other uh, evidence relevant to her claims about the yacht that evidently present a problem for who's Con that for person? Connor. That's Connor. Yeah. Are you it kidding looks, me? It looks like Jeremy Renner, doesn't oh, it? Jesus. Yeah. What if Renner played Connor when he makes wow. a comeback? Um, wow. Okay, guys, I'm going to point something out to you. I'm just going to point this out real quick. I'm going to look at the camera when I say this. I spent a portion of my life doing retail, so I've looked at a lot of clothes, and sometimes I'm real good at pointing out some bullshit fashion that's just total trash. No need for two pockets on one side and one pocket only on the that other. That's a little strange, right? Look at that. Why would Weird. you do two pockets, single pocket, no pocket, breast pocket? What a weirdo. That is stupid. That's bad fashion, sir. Anyways, <laughs> um, so the woman, he uh, he hurt her pretty bad, supposedly. They were hanging out on, on the yacht, and what happened was he started punching and striking her, and he actually kicked her, like he sidekicked her supposedly in the ribs, and she fell on the floor, and, and people <laughs> didn't know what to do. They were shocked, and he got in her face, and start, he put his hands on her neck and started choking her and talking about how he was going to kill her and all this stuff. Whoa. She jumped off the boat and swam to shore, and when she jumped off the boat and hit the water, her arm broke. So... It's a pretty big claim. If she's lying, then she went through a lot of trouble to lie. And if she's not lying, then Conor McGregor assaulted a woman in mixed company, and they all had to shut up about it. He was practicing the fucking turtle dove on her. Dude, yeah. So <laughs> he uh, he got hit by a car this week, so karma may be coming his way. He literally got hit by a car. Have you seen the video? No. Oh, it's yeah. good. Yeah, it's good. Let's check out. Let, let's leapfrog here. <laughs> 
Connor hit by a car. Madonna twerking. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, I'll play you a little second of audio. Don't worry about it. Seriously. Mate, that's nasty. That's fucking hot. We could have been dead there, mate. Look. That guy's got the cream in me, boy. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm going to get in the way of my life there, boys, yeah? Do you want to? Do you want to? No, I don't give a bollocks, mate. All good, all good. Safe travels. God bless, brother, yeah? That's the most awkward exchange ever. You've just hit a professional fighter. You think he knew who it was? Yeah. Yeah, I think he figured it out real quick. <laughs> I think he figured it out real quick, because all it takes, you just have to glance at the tattoos. That's it. Yeah, I guess you're right. They're instantaneously recognizable. So at this point, you would guess Connor's done filming, right? No, he decided he wanted to interview the guy in the car. I'm older. I'm here. What's your name, my man? Nick Dillon. Nick, bro. Nick. Nick's had to smack me in the car with, with his car. You have the boy in the back. <laughs> Wasn't there for him, Nick. That's all. God bless. I'm a f- <laughs> How uncomfortable would you be if you're the guy where, like, You can con- see it on his face. He's like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. So... Putting all these pieces together, you guys, can I start the conspiracy that this guy that hit Connor? Maybe, maybe this was payback for the for the car that was blown up. This is tit for tat because <laughs> that woman's car was just lit on fire and blown up right after the case. So yeah, maybe that is she, wild. Maybe she knows some Irish gangsters too. <laughs> maybe Irish she, mafia. Yeah, maybe she knows about the Irish mafia. Restart the mob. Yeah, restart the Irish mafia. I just realized I can't even play that because it would get <laughs> it would get muted for the for the content ban. Yeah, well, uh, Conor McGregor may be a criminal. He may go to prison. He may not. He's too rich. You guys know he's worth like a hundred million dollars. It's from the proper twelve, and the Floyd fight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and the Floyd fight. Yeah, he made bank off the Floyd fight. How many UFC fights do you think it would take for him to make what he made off the Floyd fight? Yeah, he never would. No one's career's been that long. Being real. How much did he make on the Floyd fight? Uh, because he definitely illegally bet on himself, uh, he made probably over $100 million. And the purse was what? Oh, I don't even know. Let's look. Let's look. The Floyd McGregor uh, fight purse. Yeah. Floyd McGregor payout was $280 million. Okay. Yeah, McGregor earned $130 million from that fight. Plus, like what you said. Yeah, he bet on himself. Just on the side bets. Yeah, uh, Floyd made $500 million. Ugh. So. One fight. Ultimately, they all won. But, um. Would you fight anybody for half a, half a billy? Um, so we got to defend. Defend. <laughs> we got to defend. Uh, the terms of the fight. If it's a slap fight, no. I would not take a just general yeah, strike from anybody because I could die. Hit by the right person that's just big enough and strong enough, I would die. If Bigfoot Silva hit me <laughs> in the head without me trying to protect myself or clinch my jaw, yeah. I might not wake up. I could believe hmm. that. See, I'm thinking, like, I'll give the best doctor in the world $100 million off rip. Yeah. Like, whatever happens, you got to fix me immediately. You got to do this. Yeah, it, whatever happens, you got to fix me. Come One minute. Now, if we're talking just an actual fight where I'm allowed to participate and not just have to take it, <clears throat> there's also some limits. But yeah, most I have a billy though. Yeah, I would do. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. yes. There's a couple limits. There's like okay. one or two limits where like uh, I wouldn't do it because I know that like it would be a lot. It would be a lot of pain to get through it. That I don't know if I want to do it on the other side. There's a uh, there's one particular guy. Uh, in the UFC world, I'll just Google his image so everyone can see what this guy looks like. This guy was, he's one of the only people banned from the UFC. He's not allowed to compete anymore because he's destroyed so many people's legs. This guy right here is a leg lock specialist that more than like, I mean, a lot of people, it doesn't matter if they tap, he keeps going. He does not care if you tap. So he's destroyed more people's knees than probably any MMA fighter. Damn. So there's someone like him, if it were someone like him, I'd have to be like, man, yeah, you're going to pay me. Man, that knee is gone for like half a year. So the answer's still yes. <laughs> <laughs> the answer's still yes. Who's this? What's this guy's name? He's uh, a giant. Look at that picture. Uh, this is Husamar Palhares. I want you to guess his height. Um, He doesn't look all that tall. It looks like 
like he has kind of his arms are just huge torso. I would say maybe like six feet. Okay, let's check it out. You're, good. I think you're gonna be surprised. He's five eight. Okay, he's a little guy, but yeah, he's been banned uh, for leg locking people. He's yeah, look, he's he's cons- <laughs> that big. And this is the ref is already pulling him off, and look, he's still going. Yeah. So he's cons- got him in the turtle down. He's considered one of the five dirtiest fighters what a in history. Son of a bitch. Yeah, he's uh, not a honorable mentions. Here they are. These are the dirtiest fighters, um, right here. Which is funny because there's a lot of legendary names there, including Michael Bisping, um, who who lost his eye by the way, fighting MMA and kept fighting. So man, ass man. Yeah, we got Chet Congo, Gerard. Yeah, he kicked someone's teeth out. Mike, Kyle, these are all good. Yeah, here we go. This is what we wanted. So, yeah, all these guys right here destroyed their legs. Damn, like, these guys don't compete anymore. So it's not a good deal. Um, I don't think it's a good move to be known as the guy who's going to destroy someone's leg. And there's actually a 16-year-old right now known for that in the grappling world. You guys heard anything about this? Mm-hmm. Man, it's not good. I like how that just took over the screen. 16-year-old breaks legs. If I ta- if I type that in, uh, I get a lot of accidental <laughs> situations of children uh, being hurt, so I have to look something else up. Okay, <laughs> this is it. This guy's name is Pat Shangoli. You see this teenager right here doing the horns? He keeps entering jiu-jitsu tournaments. He's 16, and he's just destroying grown men's legs. He's breaking them one, at, one after another. Damn. So... Yeah, it's not good. Um, I might be able to get a clip here, but I'm going to warn you guys. It's going to be uh, a little, a little rough. Can, you, can we handle this? I can Let's handle go. it. He's got the heel. Oh, goodness! Ripped it. She talking about us? That was a leg lock or a heel? A heel. A, he's got a heel. He's got a heel hook. So what he's doing here? We break this down. I'll rewind it like another half second, try and full screen it here. Uh, for for those of you that are trying to figure out why this guy's he's already in pain. in pain. So what's happened is he has his uh, leg right here. That's the guy's uh. heel. He's twisted. He's twisted at 180 backwards, so the knee is destroyed. ACL, MCL, toast, what? toast. Nice. So again, man, there's some there's some dirty characters out here hiding in sports, hurting people just because they can. You know what I mean? So you got a McGregor, you got a Paul Juarez, and then this kid's 16. He's facing a lot of criticism. Pat Shangoli, um, he's really, really good at, at the sport, obviously, but his mentality is it's either kill or be killed. And what's interesting is he's 16, living at home, paying no rent, going to these tournaments, and he's going out and breaking people's legs that have to go to a job <laughs> back the next Monday. So, how about the backyard wrestling guy? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> Brother Brown sent me a, a clip of a, bra- a backyard wrestler breaking his knees backwards and doing and, that. And it was in, on his intro. He's, like, getting the crowd hyped up on the turnbuckle, and he just hops off and lands wrong, and both his knees go backwards and <laughs> snap. What would you guys do if you entered a tournament as a hobby a weekend? You're like, ah, $50 entry fee. I might win a couple thousand dollars. And then this shit happened from a 16-year-old. Jesus Christ. You little, and, you little shit. And then he did this. <laughs> and then he stood there and, and did like that. Fat. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, the fact that he's 16 and entering adult tournaments is weird um, to me that they would do that because that seems like what if one of these older adults hurts a minor? How does that work? Yeah. How does yeah. legally? How do you work around that? But. I had to show that to you guys to see what you thought because when I looked at that earlier this week, um, I don't know, man. It seems like there's a line that's getting crossed with logic in more than one sport at a time right now where we're kind of getting into some territory that's a little nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a whole bunch of stuff that I would bring up as a, a reference point from this past, past week, but this past week's events were crazy enough to where I actually tried to stay away from it. But there was, uh, you know going to be plenty of bullshit for us to get into in the world of sports soon. The Super Bowl is coming up, and I wanted to propose now on this episode in advance a game that we play for the next podcast. A Super Bowl game? Yeah, instead of us predicting the teams and who might win and all that, 
we're going to commit part of the episode in predicting what commercials are going to come on with which celebrities. Okay. Mm, okay. Almost try to predict the um, Matt Damon fortune favors the brave thing. I have a teaser for us. If you want to see the first Super Bowl commercial that's already out, we have one that's already out. Oh, sure. Do you guys want to see one so we can kind of like kind of warm up to what we're yeah. doing? All right. Who do you think it's with that was also in our last op- episode? What was the last episode? Jeff Fahey. Ooh. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Ozzy. Okay. We have a Workday Super Bowl commercial. And uh, this might be a review from a guy on YouTube reviewing it. So yep. we're not going to look at that. We're going to look at the official one. Let's see Ozzy doing his bit. Who's the new guy? I don't know, but he's supposed to be some kind of rock star. Which one of you wants a piercing? You are a rock star. Thank, Thank you. you. Is that uh, Gary Clark Jr.? That's Gary Clark. So, yeah, ma'am. Uh, how do you guys feel about that game for an upcoming episode? We can try and predict. Because that seems to be a, me- uh, a metric of success. I got ice in my mouth. I got to chew on. Don't want to do it close to the mic. So abrasive. This is much better. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot better. <laughs> I like that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, February 12th, the corporate world will be rocked. And then it's like, yeah. I'm just trying to think what song happens after that once the confetti blows. Will be rocked. And then what do you guys hear? The Black what Keys. Song? The Black Keys? Black Keys. That's corporate rock. Yeah, I guess you're right. The Black Keys are rock. the sticks of the 2000s in my mind. It's corporate rock. But. I got a question for you guys. Is Mr. Roboto a cancelable, cancelable song at this point? <laughs> Have you watched the video? <laughs> Should we? It's not. It's not a good look. Okay. It's. It's. Uh, I, yeah, I'll skip it on this program for now. Maybe we'll do that one on a Patreon. But it is, man. I'm wondering. There's certain things that have gone non-canceled, and others that have gone canceled. That it's sometimes confusing. We already covered West Borland. That one was confusing. That one was very strange. Uh, I'm. I want to know. Are we going to get any canceled people trying to make a comeback in these Super Bowl commercials? Who have we not seen from in a bit? Like, is Travis Scott going to come back after killing people at a concert? <laughs> he'll come back. 100% he'll come back. Yeah. Um, in a Super Bowl ad, though. You think they'll break the ice bringing him back? That's, that might be a little much. Yeah. Coming back in the Super Bowl. First move out Too of soon. a silence. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is a bit much. Too he's, soon. He's been featured on some songs, though, so I think he's slowly creeping back in. Man, that's a good question. I'm trying to think can't be kevin spacey i know he's back because he's not con- he's not been convicted of anything all the charges of, i don't know i don't even know actually but he's making a comeback somehow yeah he's uh i could see him I, I, who would he be an ad for fuck it let's play the game right now we're playing the game right now rest of this episode who's you've seen ozzy in a, in a workplace ad already is he playing frank from house of cards in the ad no idea no idea open. that'd be the That's only way open. is if he had one of his strongest characters be the the format to bring him back in the Super Bowl ad. <laughs> Claire. Didn't they remove him from the show, though? No. Or did they? I think they did. I think they had to, like... They made new ones without him and they kept him out? I think they did. Oh, okay. So it would be even better if he came back with a character from the yeah. show. <laughs> He's, like, be been bad. written out of? That'd be awesome. <laughs> what about, um... Let's see... Tommy Lee from Motley Crue. He seems real desperate for attention this year. He just put his dick on social media a few months ago for no reason at all. No one asked for it. Okay. Um, he's thirsty for attention. They did that Pam and Tommy thing on Hulu. They did that. What if Bill Cosby comes straight back in? Oh, my God. A I Super was Bowl commercial. Bill Cosby and Kevin Spacey together in a Super Bowl commercial. Doing a Cop City musical? Yeah. Dude. Or a Cop Rock musical? What, uh, what about... Um, if we had Cosby come back, Jello's obviously out of the question. Yeah. Is there another food product? <laughs> I, th- I don't think Jello would work with him anymore. I think I think they burned the bridge. But uh, who? What food company would sponsor Cosby at this point? 
<laughs> no, I'm not gonna say it. I had one, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> yeah, I. Moving on. <laughs> Cosby could make a savage comeback. What about Alec Baldwin amidst his <laughs> involuntary oh, manslaughter damn. thing? Are they gonna bring Baldwin back on a Super Bowl commercial? I feel bad for Alec Baldwin, to be honest. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought that that was gonna be fucking. What the, the other fuck? guy got charged too. The guy, yeah, that, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was a girl. Like, she, uh, was, yeah, girl. she was the the daughter of like a famous weapons, like, or armor or whatever they call it. I'm still putting it 100 percent on Baldwin. Yeah. Yeah, 100. percent What the fuck though? Yeah, like, uh, because that you're not that, expecting that shouldn't even be like even a possibility that during a normal production I'd agree with you, but there was actually something called the IOTSI strike going on during the production of that movie. So instead of paying people the workable rate they were supposed to be paid, they outsourced work to people who weren't necessarily qualified in the span of time to actually train people on set. So trigger Ooh. discipline is a huge deal in Hollywood. You're not allowed to touch the trigger in a scene thousand percent. If you watch any other movies, uh, especially more recently produced ones, they all follow that rule. Alec Baldwin's ass got up there and said, to hell with that, and put his finger on the trigger. You're not supposed to do that on a movie set, period. You don't put a finger on the trigger until there's no round on the weapon. Like they, It's a whole bit. So the fact that they tried to work around the corners and not want to pay people what they needed to be paid to work around the strike is where I put it on them. They're the one that hit the gas on the gas pedal and said, we're going to make a movie anyways. So if you're going to do that, you got to accept the, the consequences. On Sunday, February 12th. <laughs> the corporate world will be rocked. Uh, but that being said... Uh, you know, accidents happen, but I've never in my life accidentally put my my finger on a trigger and pulled it with a, with a gun, even a prop one. So, like, th they weren't rolling camera. That's the other thing that's crazy. They weren't filming. He was just practicing. So that's kind of a crazy thing to point a gun at a person. He and, cocked the hammer back. Mm-hmm. Unless he dry-fired, which, I mean, that's... You gotta squeeze that trigger real hard for it to pop off like that. So there's a, there are crazy conspiracy theories online about why there was a live round there. I won't get into any of those because they're honestly pretty nuts. But the one thing I do know is the IOTC thing is real. They were supposed to have, like, people on set that were part of unions that are part of the film world. That, like, that's who handles productions. Because they didn't want to pay those people, that production kept running through the strike. And they outsourced, and we got what we got. I wonder if that's what happened to um, Brandon Lee on the set of Crow City of Angels. I, dude, I think I, I'm glad you brought that one up. That's another high-profile live round in a gun case. There's not a lot of those. No, that's, there's those not. Are the only two I can think of. Yeah, yeah. There's probably more, but I don't know about high-profile, like you said. So Baldwin, uh, I don't know, man. It's tough. I agree with you that an actor, it's not their responsibility to be checking all the stuff of the guns. But I will say this: he's such an old man. You should know how a gun works at that point in your life, especially yeah. if you've been in action movies. Yeah. You should know how a gun works, and pointing a gun at another person with your finger on the trigger is universally a bad idea. I just feel like expecting an actor to know shit about anything there. Like, they should never have had any am ammunition that was, like, possible totally. to go off, like, ever even near that gun. Should have just been nothing but blanks or whatever they use, I guess. I don't know. I was about to say, plus we don't know the scene. Maybe there was supposed to be blanks that actually go off, but one of them was just live. Who fucking knows? And another another variable, that like I was saying, they hired around the unions, so maybe the person they hired had multiple gigs. They had a mixed amount of weaponry in their bags, and they accidentally had a gun in there that was loaded with a live round for something that wasn't meant for that set. There's a lot of possibilities of what could have gone down. So, you know what? I'll, I'll walk back my statement a little bit. I won't 100% condemn Alec Baldwin. Just 94% condemn Alec Baldwin. Because he's also Alec Baldwin. You know what I mean? You guys know about his wife's saga, Hilaria. You know about that? They have nine kids. Fake accent. Yeah, the she fake has accent a is fake wild. accent, nice. and it is insane to listen to. So, I do think he's a good candidate for a Super Bowl commercial. <laughs> After all, I think that's very doable. <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he's got something coming out, doesn't he? Something big. Wasn't he canceled? Uh, no, Chris Rock has something big coming out. The oh, first yeah. live Netflix thing. Yep. 
The first live stream Netflix was, event. You said Dave Chappelle was canceled? Yeah. What do they, you mean? Well, they, I mean, they always try to, but yeah, this past nah, one it was pretty, uh, it's pretty close. Fuck that. Yeah, it's kind of tough to, um, it is with people at a certain size where, like, I don't know. He's been an entertainer for like 20 plus years. It's a pretty big fan base. Unless you do something really atrocious like a Kevin Spacey or a Bill Cosby, it's hard to make those things go away. It just kind of is. But yeah. I think Dave Chappelle, if he were in a Super Bowl ad, I'd be psyched. Um, I have a weird feeling we're going to see Bruno Mars. Weird feeling. feel like we normally do at the Super Bowl. That's the time of the year hmm. where they like parade him out <laughs> to remind America that he exists. Wasn't the weekend thing last year? That yeah, was like two, years, two ago. years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Last year was... Uh, was it Snoop Dogs, Fifty Cent. Yeah. That, yeah, okay. They were all hanging out in a, in a ship container yeah. on the worst uh, staging performance ever for a Super Bowl. Oh, wait, Fifty Cent that was, was upside down, dude. That was two years ago. Last year was Ozzy. We watched it last week. We watched Ozzy do Crazy Train. They brought him up. Like yeah. that. So last oh, year wow. was Ozzy. Two years ago was the hip hop one. Guys, we're it's times flying. <sighs> Fuck. It's wait, going by Ozzy really quick. Was last year at the Super Bowl. Yeah, they did a halftime show and he did Crazy Train. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Remember because I saw the Zach Wow guitar and I was like, that, look at the Zach Wow guitar. <laughs> and then I was just like, what's funny is you don't know that Zach Wild. <laughs> Zach Wild, man. He's the only one that plays that goddamn guitar. <laughs> the Bullseye. I don't know. I think we got to get a visual again. <laughs> it's like, a, yeah. Are there other Target. bands with blonde lead guitarists that play the Zach Wow guitar? Please tell me. Do you know about his guitar company? What's it called? Uh-uh. Wild? Um, probably. Let's look. Um, there it is. They're called Zach Wild Guitar. Yeah, Wild Audio. Let's. We're looking at the Wild Audio Barbarian Raw Top Psychic Bullseye for thirteen ninety nine. Wow, mesmerizing. Yeah, you could look like Zicky Diddy. Yeah, man, you could look like that uh, for thirteen ninety nine, which. Uh, what do you guys feel about that for the this, for the yeah. Zach Wild print? How do you I don't feel? like the body shape, but I kind of do like the design more than the regular bullseye. What about that? That is just terrible. What do I you... thought I liked that when I was a kid, but man, I did not age. Uh, I got one for you that's going to blow your there mind. There it is. <laughs> oh my god! Here you go. Check out the price on this. I hate one. the flying V so much. <laughs> Look at the price. It's got a scorpion on it. That's right up your alley, dude. Look at that. Or is that a crab? You see that price? $9,450. For a Slayer guitar. This is the Carrie King signature. I think it's a Satan logo. Fuck oh. Carrie King. Yeah, look at that. This looks like a like a, like a Batman played a flying V. That's kind of like what this guitar <laughs> looks like. Yeah, that's Jesus. Bruce Wayne's guitar, dude. Yeah. What the fuck? With, a, with an inverted cross and some like hammer, hammer spikes. Hammer spike? Okay. Dude, yeah, you better shred if you play that fucking thing, man. I, I'll be honest. If someone told me this were nine thousand dollars, I'd be really upset. I'd be like, "Why? Why is that nine grand?" It would be cool if someone showed up to jazz improvs with that. Like that would be cool. That <laughs> you're right. Like, yeah, this is this guy knows what the fuck he's doing. That's the right move for a guitar like that. Yep. Um, over or under how many? Do you think over or under a hundred of these have been sold? Because of how expensive it is. I think just because it's Slayer, it's over. Think over 100 people bought one? Yep. Damn. That's crazy. I want to be able to... This, this is used, too, by the, the original street price is 13, uh, 13.9. So it's like... I'll keep my ears peeled on the streets, dude. I could probably get one for... I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm... Sucks, Black though. market, Dean, <laughs> Dean Carey. Yeah, Carey King is really angry <sighs> these days. Like, in the news, he's been, uh, he's been bitching nonstop. Yeah. About uh, Slayer, he's <laughs> Harry King felt anger over Slayer's premature retirement. He's, he's holding really... up a fist, going, <sighs> "Dude, he's mad at the at the Slayer front man. He's not psyched that they the Slayer called it quits, and he's letting <laughs> everyone know he has a new band coming. There's a new Carrie King band coming because everyone knows Carrie King is the member of Slayer. We all want to hear from, uh, <laughs> and I want to hear from him on his nine thousand. $300 guitar. We've got the Disturbed guy and Ted Nugent up there in the other latest news thumbnails. Uh, oh, these are great. Look at Ted Nugent up here. We can beat the devil by praying and getting back to God. With a soul patch. Look at the bags under his eyes. Yeah, dude. That's like Bis- Puff McGuff. Steve Bissimi level. 
And then we have John Petrucci slowly turning into a wizard. Uh, and then we have Disturbs Dan Donegan is filling out. His face is filling out. He's in his adult phase now. He has a full man head now. Uh, that's the guy that does jazz? No, but that's the guy from uh, Hobbs. I don't think Hobbs has seen that. Hobbs, do you know? did you know the guitarist of Creed is an incredible jazz singer? Creed, not Disturbed. <laughs> what? Yeah, did you know that? Yeah, maybe we'll, well, let's go out with that today. I'm really glad you brought that up, Brother Brown. Let's check out Mark Tremonti sing Sinatra. Uh, oh my god Yeah this is really something Are you ready to be blown away I think you're actually going to be impressed Let's do it And, and then that someone has the Dean guitar in this <laughs> This is the session This is yeah, the session yeah. that needs to be in Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, let me see what spring is like on a Jupiter and Mars. In other words, it's like a lot better than pretty, I thought it was. Pretty. Yeah, dude, like you want to make fun of them because it's Creed, yeah. but it's fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> he does a good Sinatra. <laughs> Uh, Book him in Vegas, boys. Book him in Vegas. He's got the gig. He's got the gig. But you know, Brother Brown, I see why you brought why you said him. Looking at Dan Donegan and looking at him, they look real similar. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like Dan Donegan if he were maybe a little less round in the head. He looks like a a fitter Dan Donegan. Mm -hmm. They can sing jazz way better. And the last thing to show there, I, I want do you guys know that Sebastian Bach has gotten really bitter in his older years and needing to like inject himself in lots of arguments that don't concern him? Makes sense. The most recent memory I have of him is on the uh, Zamboni in the ice rink. Oh yeah. For that the weird commercial. commercial. Yeah. So Sebastian Bach, uh, I think he was really upset that he was not being considered for the Sinatra stuff. So he literally, like, uh, went to a restaurant where someone was performing and took the microphone from them to sing uh, Frank Sinatra. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Hell yeah. Um, Yeah. And it's not as good as what you just heard. Uh, here we go. This is great. He goes, look at this. The guy standing here. It's like, was, oh, he was great. really performing, and Sebastian Bach was like, wow, I like trains. <laughs> yeah. I want to come on the set. <laughs> It's Sebastian Bach. It's not even, I sound like Beetlejuice, but it's Sebastian Bach. But, <laughs> but before we get started, look at these boots. Look at this boot situation. All right. This that guy boot keeps, sitch is crazy. He's ready for a jazz gig. He's ready to ride a bull. All right. Let's check it out. Oh, come on. Fucking touch my vocals. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine the version in his head of this where it went best case scenario. I was like, dude, I was at the eat the other night. I was like, here's Frank Sinatra. Dude, I, it was really ripping. I turned out it was Sebastian Bach of Skid Row. Let me tell you, his vibrato. <laughs> I mean, truly incredible on this guy. And the boots. The boots he had on. The star of the <laughs> show. Boots. Stellar boots. Leather pant combo, t-shirt. The guy's walking around like in the back. He's like, all right, I He's guess. He's like, I fucking quit. I guess Sebastian Bach's going to just take this over. So. Boy can't sing, and he's a pro singer. Hey. Well... Do you guys have anything we want to say before we get out of here? Uh, this was a, a really good roundup here at the end of Rockers doing Sinatra. We went off the rails in a real weird way that I liked. We ended in a weird place of Sebastian Bach singing Frank Sinatra. So that's a 
Speaking I, of rock, check the Patreon episode. We go over lots of episodes of something called Cop Rock. Oh my God! Yeah, this week's was out of control. Cop Rock, amazing. God, it's it's a bunch of cops doing musicals, but you got to pay five what? bucks to get that. So and Rand, those, give uh, us the cash. we got to mention Randy Newman makes a big appearance <laughs> in the episode. We get a lot of Randy Newman. <laughs> you uh, you got to sign up for it. Uh, well, I'm on a chrome sweatsuit. Got Brother Brown and Hobbs. We're going to get out of here and see you all next time. Thank you for the support. Bye. Bye.